Hello beautiful, it's Tuesday. And instead of having a question come in to me today, I have a question for you. Do you desire to be in control? I mean, wouldn't you love to be able to control every aspect of your life? Do you ever find yourself wanting to manipulate in some way, shape, or form to make sure you can keep all the ducks in a row, that everything will line up perfectly in your life, in your relationships, in your health, in every aspect of your life? You find yourself being inundated, actually consumed by this need of control. Well, if that's you today, if you've been through betrayal trauma, if you are currently in it and you are all about control, this episode is for you and I'm going to give you some tactical things to help you navigate and get rid of this awful monster of control once and for all. So stay tuned. Hey beautiful, it's Lisa and this is Beauty Beyond the Trail, the podcast designed for women who want to find hope and healing in the midst of betrayal trauma and loss. Each week I help you navigate the murky waters of betrayal trauma by bringing you insight, wisdom, and ways to overcome the trauma and loss that you've experienced. I help you explore ways to heal, recover, and redesign your life the way you desire it to be. One that is lived passionately, out loud, on purpose, full of impact, joyful, and free, the way God intended it to be. I also bring in all things Jesus because he's the one who ultimately brings us into our healing and freedom from betrayal trauma. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, pull up a chair, and focus on yourself for the next few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life redesigned. All right, ladies, welcome back. Yeah, we're going to tackle control today. You know, I was having a conversation with a woman earlier uh, in the week, and we were talking about the need of control and the fact that we were control freaks. And it looks as though women who are either in the midst of betrayal trauma or who have journeyed through it, even years later, are seeking to stay in that control mode at all times. And it can get to a point where it's inundating in our life. It can actually start to control us. And I know that kind of sounds strange now that I'm saying it, that control is controlling us. But really, that's what it boils down to. When we seek that kind of control over everything and everyone in our lives, it starts to control us. So I want to bring this to you today and offer you some really great tips, some little strategies, some tactical advice that you can implement to help you navigate this and to get your life back. I don't know about you, but I don't want anything controlling my life, right? So I'm going to help you with that today. So beautiful, why in the first place do you desire to control? That is a question that we need to ask ourselves. You know, when we've gone through betrayal, when we're in the midst of that trauma, we want to control 
everything, don't we? We want to know where he's been. We want to know who he has spoken to. Who have you been texting? How long have you been at work? Why did you stop by that gas station on the way home? Let me look at your phone records. Your 360 app that I have on your phone says that you took this detour. Why did you go there? It's like we are attempting to control every little move that he makes because we've been betrayed. We also want to control the relationship in the sense of you need to go to counseling. Uh, we need to work on this relationship together. Um, so you need to do this, that, and the other. Why did you make that decision? Why are you doing this? Why don't you do this instead? It's like we're literally trying to control his every move, his every thought, his every word, right? Every action. And so what is it deep down inside of us that causes this? Well, I'm going to talk to you about that today. You know, the need or that desire for control is usually rooted in the fear of uncertainty. Now, let's look at that for a second. You know, you were in this relationship that was built upon trust. You entered into this relationship. You took vows before family and God. You gave your heart to him. You loved him dearly. You trusted that he would protect, provide love and care for you and take care of you all of the days of your life. And then betrayal stepped in. The one that you trusted turned your life absolutely upside down by betraying your trust. They turned to another instead of you. You had absolutely no control over that situation. There was nothing you could do about it. And for most of us who have been through betrayal, we didn't even see it coming. Like it came out of left field and hit us upside the head like the biggest two by four we could ever imagine, right? It knocked us senseless. And our world as we knew it imploded upon us. We had no control over his actions or his choices. You had no control over the damage that betrayal brought into your life, the upheaval that it has cost you, the pain that it has produced in your life, the chaos that you are in is absolutely out of your control. And it's only natural now to seek to be in control of your life and the situation once again. It's only natural. You know, sometimes we think, oh, I'm just a control freak. This is the way I am. No, if you have, now, now I will say this. For some, yes, maybe that's the truth. You know, there might be some kind of disorder there that causes um, that perfectionism, uh, something mental going on. But if you have suffered from betrayal, that need to control has come because of the uncertainty, the trauma, and the chaos that it's brought into your life. I mean, betrayal trauma causes you to feel absolutely powerless. You have the feeling of being unable to do anything about what has happened to you. You now feel you are unable to control anything in your life and you feel like no one can even help you with the chaos and this beautiful causes tremendous pain within you and when we feel like we are in control of our environment 
we feel as though we can survive at a better rate, right? We, you know, if we're, if we can just in this little bubble of my environment, my life, as long as everything's in control, I'm surviving. I'm at a good point. I'm in a good place. And when we have a sense of control, we have a sense of certainty. There's a completion of things that were undone at one time. Now we don't have to worry about things when we have that sense of control. We understand how things work or we are able to predict what will happen. Things are consistent in our life. This is the sense of control that we all long for. But hear me on this beautiful. It's not about being in control all the time. There's something actually deeper going on here. What you are really seeking is not to be in control, but you're seeking to have a sense of control. In other words, it's not about manipulating everything in your life so that it goes your way all the time. It's, it's, becoming, it's not about becoming a control freak either where the need to control is all-consuming. It's inundating your life. And I will say this, if this is what you're dealing with, where you feel the need to control all the things and the events around you in your life, well, that might be a bit of perfectionism, what you're dealing with. And this is where you hold yourself and others to a very high standard. Now, in and of itself, high standards are not wrong. I have them. But when we seek to control everything and everyone in an unhealthy manner, it consumes our life and it causes severe issues for us. But having a sense of control is absolutely a healthier place to be. This is where you feel as though there is control in your life, in your relationships, in your daily living. You're not always in total chaos. There is an underlying joy and a peace in your life. There's a calm even in the midst of the circumstance that you're in. This is what a sense of control is. So why do you have the need for control? Well, let's look at that. Usually, a persistent desire or need for control is linked to a difficulty accepting the uncertainty that's been brought into your life. By trying to exert control over every aspect of the situation, you may be trying to to create a sense of security and predictability in your life. The things you used to have in your life that have now been turned upside down, you are really seeking to get that back. This need to feel safe and in control can in turn result from what we call a traumatic event. Now listen, betrayal trauma falls under this category. It really does. Trauma can have a great impact on many aspects of your life. It can also result in a deep need for control. You see, a traumatic event is usually defined as an incident that causes significant physical, emotional, or psychological pain to a person. And betrayal trauma causes this kind of pain in our lives. You see, by trying to control everything, 
you start unconsciously trying to protect yourself from experiencing trauma all over again. This is a defense mechanism. This is a natural and adaptive response to the trauma that you've experienced. In fact, research from 2018 suggests that a feeling of control over outcomes that have been devastating to you can mitigate the symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. And it has been proven that many women who have suffered from trauma due to betrayal suffer also a form of post-traumatic stress disorder. However, excessive control could overwhelm you and impact your quality of life. Now, I know we're trying to control because we've been devastated. I get it. But when we're excessive about it, it's going to overwhelm you and it's going to impact your quality of life. So, beautiful, what, what do we start to do about this? Like, I know that this is difficult. We need to kind of get a handle on this, right? Uncertainty, I want you to understand this. Uncertainty is always going to be a part of life. And at times, it can seem extremely hard to manage. This difficulty could certainly lead to an intense need to control everything and everyone around you. And for each of us who have experienced the trauma that betrayal has brought into our lives, our experiences, well, they're unique because we're unique. To some, it is tremendous in our lives. It is like overwhelming. And to others, it seems like, you know, they get through it easier. And again, it's because we are unique. But to everyone, the need for control is a natural response to the stress and trauma that betrayal has brought into your life. It's how you've learned to cope with the things that have overwhelmed you and upset you. And it's valid. Don't let anyone tell you differently. But it's also important to realize that there are going to be things in your life that you never have control over. Here are a few. His decisions. You don't have control over what he decides to do, whether he decides to stay and work on the relationship or he decides to leave. That's out of your control. Also, his actions. You couldn't control the fact that he decided to cheat. That was completely out of your control. And moving forward, you still can't control that action. Another one is his choices. He made some really awful poor choices, devastating choices, but you couldn't control that. And moving forward, the choices that he makes, be them good or be them bad, you still can't control them. But there are things you can have control over. Now, some of those are, first off, your decisions. (laughs) You can control what you decide. You can also decide your own actions. You can control your actions, how you are going to act in any particular situation. You also have control over your choices, your choice to move ahead and heal or to stay stuck where you are. You have the choice how you will journey through the season in your life right now, how you will heal. The steps that you're going to take to get you to the place that you desire to be. All of this is within your control. 
absolutely your control. Yes, beautiful, there are things you can control and things you cannot. But know this, overcoming your need to control is possible. Just by identifying the fact that you are seeking to control everything is a major step toward change and healing. Learning the difference between the need to control everything and just having a sense of control is extremely powerful. And once you recognize these and move into your own lane where you can have a sense of control over the things you do have control over, that's when true transformation begins to take place. So don't allow another day to go by where your life is consumed by the need of control. Well, you're probably sitting there going, well, how in the world do I do that? Well, I'm gonna give you a few things to help you. Implement these to release the illusion of control, and that's what it is, ladies. It really is an illusion. So this is just a few things to help you. Implement these to release the illusion of control and to take back the responsibility of your own happiness. All right, first, make a list of things that are in your control and make a list of things that are not in your control, okay? In your I can control list, be sure to include your own actions, your reactions, the words you say, the boundaries you set, the amount of time you spend in the things that you spend them in, in your I cannot control list, be sure to include his actions, his reactions, his feelings, the relationships that he will have, the decisions that he will make, and so on. See, I found this particularly helpful to include these on my list. I will give you a few. What I had on mine was, I can control whether or not I express my need and how I express it to him. I cannot control whether or not he will meet my needs. See the difference there, right? Here's another one. I can control whether or not I set an enforced boundary around intolerable behavior. I cannot control his intolerable behavior. And here's another one. I can control the extent to which I choose to heal from this trauma in my life. But I cannot control his willingness or his ability to heal and grow in his own self and in the relationship. These are some of the things I placed on my I can control list and my I cannot control list. And it was very helpful. But I will also tell you that at first, Releasing the illusion of control, it feels absolutely terrifying. <laughs> it really does. After all, control has been my way of managing the world around me and creating a sense of safety for myself ever since I went through the betrayal and the trauma it brought, right? So this was my way of dealing with it. And it's probably the same for you. When I was first looking at my list um, I wondered, you know, what, what will happen if I'm not controlling any of this anymore? Will everything collapse around me? Well, I had to realize that it was only an illusion anyway. I wasn't controlling him. I was trying to, 
but it was only an illusion because we can't control the actions and the decisions and the behaviors of others. And once we get to that reality, that truth, and it solidifies in our heart, the quicker we're going to start to heal from it and be released from that monster of control. I want you to know that behind that fear of control was a freedom that I hadn't predicted. I looked at the columns of the items on my list that I could not control, and I realized how much time I was spending each and every day attempting to manage and manipulate and influence him in some way, shape, or form to keep him on the straight and narrow path. I put incredible effort into trying to fix our relationship and make us happy. I used endless lines of reasoning to alleviate the arguments we were having. I turned blue in the face while I was spouting off how he could properly fix our relationship, how he could stop seeing her, how he could seek to mend the broken marriage and the broken relationship with family members. And I was utterly convinced that if I just said my peace of mind in a perfectly convincing manner, I could get him to act the way that I did, that maybe he'd be on the same page. I could control his every move and finally make things right. But ladies, this, once again, was all an illusion. And when I let go of the fruitless attempts of control, I reclaimed hours and hours of my time, and I also reclaimed my life. And with this newfound time, you will also be able to refocus on your own needs, your own desires and passions. And when in doubt, beautiful, always return home to yourself. Take responsibility for meeting your own needs and pursuing your own passions. You'll find yourself much less likely to attempt to control him or even trying to control others that are involved in the situation. So, are you not sure where to begin? (laughs) Well, for every item on your I can't control list, come up with an alternative way to spend that energy that centers around your own desires and passions. You know, that's where to begin, okay? Write out your list. I can't control these. So what's the alternative way that you can now focus in on your own desires and passions? Here are some of the ways that my priority shifted over time. It shifted from things that I should not even be attempting to control to things that I could. Things like, Help, you know, I was trying to help him advance his career. Well, now I shifted that to advancing my own, moving forward in the passion deep within my heart, working with women just like you who have suffered trauma just like I had, and helping you heal and regain your life back. Here's another one. I was trying to get him to go to counseling, to therapy for all of his baggage, for the damage that had happened into the relationship so he could understand it more. But instead, I shifted it to me going to counseling and seeking out coaching so that I could focus on my own healing and I could transform and move ahead and have peace and joy and freedom once again. Instead of seeking to help him amend his relationships with the family members that he wounded because of the betrayal, 
I started spending more time with family and cultivating those relationships for myself. And instead of begging him to soothe and reassure me, I learned cognitive and somatic techniques pursuing myself, learning to heal my body and retrain my brain so that I could be transformed. I could move into my healing and I could become the woman that God had created me to be. And as a result of these changes, I now have this wonderful podcast where I get to speak to thousands of women every week and pour life back into you. I also am able to coach many women and walk beside you as you rebuild your life and become the woman God created you to be, one that is full of joy, passion, and purpose, where you're walking in freedom once again. My resilience also grew. My relationships with my family improved and and grew tremendously, and I have more time with them. I accumulated an arsenal of coping mechanisms that I use to this day. And when I look back on it, I'm amazed at how much time, space, and energy that I was wasting trying to control him. And now, that time, space, and energy is all available to me. I'll also tell you a little bonus here. When I started asking for help in my healing journey, my need to control started to fade. It's when you start to shift your focus of controlling him onto what you can control within your own hula hoop space, I like to call it. It's in your space of life where you start to transform. So you may be asking, how can I deal with the stress and the anxiety when I start to let go of some of this control? Well, first, when you're in distress, focus on how you can self-soothe. When you're feeling distressed, instead of immediately reaching out to your partner for help, try some of these techniques. When you find yourself teetering on the edge of a powerful emotional reaction, give yourself permission to sit quietly with that feeling. Put a hand directly on your heart and notice where the feeling lives in your body. Where do you feel it? And wait for the pulse of your heart rate to slow down. Number two. If you are in the presence of others when a strong emotion comes forth, politely excuse yourself for a few minutes or more if you need to. And if you need the space, like tremendous space, then say goodnight and then leave. Take your time. It's important to take this time for yourself when you're healing. Another one is if you need support from someone, and we all do, ladies, we all need support then have a short list of trusted, safe friends and family members that you can call upon. Those who will speak life into you and can help pull you out of the dark emotional place of control. A counselor and a coach can also help you with this. These techniques that I just shared will not only decrease the need for control of over your partner, but it'll also instill within you a profound sense of resilience. 
You know, instead of feeling like a victim in the face of the emotional typhoon that betrayal has brought into your life, you'll have internal resources that'll help you ride out the storm. Also, ladies, learn to say no and practice it diligently. Listen, I'm talking about boundaries here. It is our responsibility to communicate our boundaries and to give them the opportunity to respond accordingly. And if we don't, then we fall into the old habits of attempting to control them all over again. We're trying to get them to meet our needs once again. But boundaries are a form of verbal self-defense. They're your protection. They help you maintain the integrity of your inner world while blocking out things, places, people that are unacceptable in your life. You can have set boundaries around your physical body, your time, your passions, your communication with others, and so much more. But you just need to set them and you need to adhere to them. Now, if you're not sure how to set a boundary or you're not sure that you need to set one, um, make sure to listen to my podcast on boundaries. <laughs> I'll put the link below in the show notes. Click on it. Go listen to it. It'll help you tremendously. I know that you are trying to relinquish the need of control. And I know that it can be quite daunting. It can feel like a heavy burden. I know it did for me, ladies. But once I let go of the need of control and I stepped into a sense of control, my life changed. It was less overwhelming. So beautiful, ask yourself this question. If you aren't trying to control the course of your relationship, what would you be doing differently if you weren't trying to control that course of the relationship right now? What is it that you'd be doing differently? Here's another one. If you weren't trying to control his behavior all the time, how would you think? How would you feel, speak? How would you behave differently than you're doing now? And here's another one. If you weren't trying to control whether or not he loves you or whether or not he'd come back to you, what would you be doing differently right now? These are questions worth exploring because when you do, You'll find out that you're spending an exuberant amount of time trying to control something that you can't. You're living in an illusion and it's stealing your life. And it's time to change that. You see, beautiful, there is a brand new life that is waiting on you to let go of that, of that control issue that you have, right? It's called freedom. (laughs) It's beginning to live again. It's where true transformation takes place. And you can laugh, live again, let go of the illusion of control. And start to have a sense of control of what only you can control in your own life. That is where your healing and your transformation begins. And listen, beautiful, if you feel like your need for control is affecting all of your relationships, it's affecting your self-image, your career, your health, and other aspects of your life, it's probably time to reach out to someone for help. A counselor, 
or a therapist or a coach. Someone who can help you navigate this and navigate it well. Someone who can help you to let go of the illusion of control, to regain a sense of control so you can get your life back. I know when I did, it was a beautiful thing and I desire that for you. So if you're struggling with control, below in the show notes is a link. I give you a free coaching call. Why don't you click on that link today, book a time with me, and let's chat. Let's talk about this illusion that you've been wrapped up in and see how we can start moving you forward so you can be free to live again and enjoy life again and become who you really are. I'd love to talk to you. So beautiful, thanks for joining me today, and I look forward to seeing you either on a call with me in one of my workshops, or back here next week for another podcast. Ciao. Hey, beautiful. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, something really hit you in one of the moments, or you were inspired to take the next step in your healing, reach out to me and by all means, leave a review. This is the highest compliment I can receive. And make sure to screenshot this episode. Share us out on IG and Facebook stories. Tag me at Beauty Beyond Betrayal Podcast. And I'll give you a huge shout out as well. And if you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and redesign your life and relationships in the way you desire them to be, hit me up in the DM. I would love to hear from you and connect. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately. And always choose joy in the midst of all circumstances that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.